Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome again to another fun-filled edition of In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary. And as always, I am your host, Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, and another fun-filled adventure in podcasting today, here on a Wednesday, hump day. Oh, boy, talk about a hump, but... <laughs> anyway, just to start off for today, uh, last night, uh, yeah, or, well, yeah, last night, there was only one primary uh, in the country, and that was the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. And the Massachusetts primary had one candidate that was endorsed by uh, President Trump, and I believe his deal was uh, the name, and won the primary. Uh, so that's one more for uh, President Trump and his endorsements. And, well, hey, he's still got a pretty darn good record. That's for sure. And next week, the 13th, will be the last of the primaries. Uh, there's about three of them uh, in the Northeast, in the New England area. And one of them is the state of New Hampshire, and apparently it's a pretty hot one. Uh, you have in its first congressional district a MAGA endorsed by President Trump, a candidate, uh, Caroline Levitt, a native of New Hampshire, a long time, lifelong conservative. Family's been in business in the first congressional for many years. And apparently she's got a rhino challenger in the primary who's being supported by the establishment uh, Republicans. Yay. Like, that's really a surprise. Uh, and also for the U.S. Senate. Uh, in, their pri in that primary is MAGA-endorsed uh, General Don Baldock. Uh, served overseas, career military. Uh, apparently he's been going at it for a couple of years going to every I mean a real grassroots campaign on the ground going to every he's been doing it for two years going to every town every city in the entire state he's a native of New Hampshire as well and apparently again the swamp creatures namely uh, Mitch McConnell uh, are send, are going to be bombing the airwaves of New Hampshire with all kinds of very nasty ads smearing General Baldock as well as uh, Ms. Levitt. And I'll tell you, this is really getting ridiculous because if the establishment GOP keeps this up, because I know they absolutely, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell want a op, want a caucus they can control and especially in the house because Kevin McCarthy wants to be speaker and every MAGA candidate that wins in November is a threat to his plans 
to become speaker because they may not necessarily vote for him. Hmm, I wonder why. Well, especially for some of these who had primary challengers backed by uh, the establishment rhinos. Yeah, <laughs> McCarthy has a lot to worry about because they may not necessarily uh, vote for him uh, when it comes time to elect a speaker. So this is going to be interesting to see what these last primaries are going to do as we're um, 61, 62 days away from the probably the most important midterm election of our lifetimes because it will determine which direction the country goes. Now, of course, keep in mind, folks, and I will keep saying this and keep saying this as much as necessary. The games, the mind games have already begun. The false polling, the suppression polling is out and it's going to keep coming and keep coming. There's going to be some kind of October surprise. I mean, it might not even wait that long. But yeah, there, there's going to be some kind of October surprise, I bet. And it's going to be against President Trump because the DOJ and the FBI are going to try to indict him. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, this special master, which has been ordered by a federal judge, is going to proceed. What is it? How long is it going to take to go through everything that was taken in the Mar-a-Lago raid? So that's going to uh, kind of throw a monkey wrench uh, into the DOJ's grandmaster plan that they thought they were so cool about. But we're gonna we're not gonna know right now. We're we're just not gonna know. We're gonna have to be patient. Let's finish out the primaries, and then. Boom! Then we go full tilt, uh, heading right straight to November the 8th. But certainly one issue amongst the real issues, not MAGA Republicans being a threat to democracy, don't even go there. Don't even, just don't even be tempted to go there because Biden and the Democrats and the media have completely lost their minds. They are desperate. They are angry. They're going to try to do whatever they can to ruin the red wave. But do not fear. Just don't fear. If you're essentially waiting for the day that you can start voting, and many states do have early voting, I say, okay, be out there. Make your voice heard at the ballot box. And while you're at it, watch the ballot box. Because I can assure you, as I did just earlier today on In Black and Right Live on our Rumble page, yeah, they're going to try the same tricks they did in 2020 for the midterms this year and a lot of gubernatorial races and congressional seats and everything else. So yeah, be sharp, be involved, be a poll watcher, make sure you vote, and I would definitely say as soon as you can vote early, Vote early. Go down there. Vote early. Because that's what a lot of Democrats do. Republicans maybe not so much. They tend to be more day of voters. But if you can, I would definitely recommend going as early as you can. Because it's something that really needs to be done. Because every vote 
past account and if you go day of it kind of gets a little risky because you never know what's going to happen and every vote every single vote is going to be crucial to overwhelm the democrats and to prevent any type of voter fraud voter integrity issues or just straight up cheating you know stuffing these ballot stuffing these drop boxes Ugh, that's not going to be fun so keep an eye out if you're going to be poll watching or you're going to be watching ballots being put in ballot boxes official ballot boxes watch them like a hawk one person one vote or if it's a married couple you know two people two votes but if it gets kind of crazy you know be ready be ready to say something I mean it's like they say with Homeland Security if you see something say something and that's going to be even more crucial uh, for the midterms this year if you see something a little funky say something absolutely say something people might get upset too dang bad now Florida now not Florida has done a lot and thanks to Governor DeSantis Florida has made a lot of changes when it in respect to voting they've in, they've had new laws we have now a unit especially designed for the task of investigating and checking out any allegations of voter fraud or ballot harvesting or anything else because ballot harvesting is a major league felony in the state of Florida now it the legislature passed the bill governor DeSantis signed it so yes it's going to be interesting so yes as I often say and I will be I even get to speak at a rally on October 1st to encourage folks to not believe the hype don't believe the media make sure you get your voice heard at the ballot box and make sure everybody else does too now as we get into today's fun certainly one of the big stories of the last couple of days is what's been happening in California now California's been in the middle of a heat wave uh, for about a week or so and it's not looking like it's going to be letting up anytime soon and with that California has now started going into um, rolling blackouts again now what's interesting is I mean rolling blackouts we haven't heard that term for a long time in fact it's been I believe since 2001 since they had rolling blackouts and back then uh, when that started happening oh man so people were absolutely so ticked off they actually recalled Governor Greg Davis because of it but this is interesting I want to just play a little bit uh, of a video it's from a uh, California a California TV station just a brief history of what's gone on since those rolling blackouts uh, some 20 years ago but let's take a look let's take a quick listen to this 
Now, the last time we were in a stage three power emergency was back in 2001. We were in the middle of a very different type of energy crisis, and the governor actually lost his job over it. It started with deregulating the power grid. The idea was that more competition would lower prices. What actually happened was major market manipulation. Add to that, the state had not built new power plants to keep up with the increasing population. From April to December of 2000, we saw an 800% increase in wholesale energy prices. And that was the start of months of rolling blackouts across the state that put lives at risk and hurt the economy. Voters were so angry, they recalled Governor Gray Davis in 2003. The state has since built more power plants, and there are now much tighter regulations to prevent energy companies like Enron from manipulating the market. Okay. Now, that's interesting. Okay, so 2001, no rolling blackouts. Those blackouts happened, but there's been none since. Now, they're coming back. What's different today than back then. Now, apparently California has built power plants, but, so now, why this year are we back to rolling blackouts? I don't know. I mean, there's no real explanation. And, of course, Gruesome Newsome, uh, you know, just kind of telling people, oh, conserve and conserve, you know, because Essentially, California is the best example of why the Green Raw Deal and other Enviromaniac policies are a total waste. They don't work, folks. And how do I know they don't work? Well, let's try this story, shall we? From Bloomberg, this was a few days ago. I, I've mentioned it a time or two, but I wanted to read the actual story from, uh, from Bloomberg. Six in ten British factories at risk of going under as bills soar, as in energy. Energy costs in Europe, especially right now in Britain. Now they've got Liz Truss as their new prime minister. And she's not going to have a whole lot of time to fix this because this is absolutely, they don't have the time. Because many, this story from Bloomberg, which was from September the 2nd, you know, and here we are now at September the 7th. Wow. This is absolutely going to be a full-on mess because it's gonna get colder over in Europe and if you have a really rough winter you're gonna have problems not just in England but in France and especially Germany of course others Italy Spain you know most a lot of the EU countries but the fact that the Russians have cut off the Nord Stream 2 pipeline into Germany now, all of a sudden, Germany's got a problem. A big problem. Now, the very same German government, well, maybe not the same because they have a different chancellor now, but in 2018, when President Trump at the UN General Assembly warned Germany that if they make a deal with Russia, Russia's going to cut them off at some point. 
Now, the Germans kind of smiled and laughed and thought, oh, oh, that's not, that is not, how, that's not going to happen. Well, guess what? It's happened. Now, Germany ain't laughing. It's not laughing at all. And, and Donald Trump is once again looking like either a genius or a prophet. So, yes, so now you've got Europe. I mean, six in ten British factories could go uh, could go bankrupt because of its energy policy. This is what happens when you listen to a Greta Thunberg, a teenage Swede, who's pe a petulant child who needs to be smacked upside the head because she is now apparently the great policymaker for European energy. Let's, we have to go green. We have to go green because she's another one of the climate change apocalyptic doomsayers. And people are, were naive enough to buy it, not just in Europe, but here in the States. Now you've got the Green Raw Deal here, and of course elements of that were in that supposedly Inflation Reduction Act, which is not going to do anything for inflation except make it worse. So yeah, so now you've got major league problems in Europe because, now keep in mind folks, we're in a global economy. We are very interconnected, especially to nations like Britain. The UK is one of our longest and greatest allies. So what happens over there will come here at some point and probably faster than you might imagine. So yes, with rising energy costs in Europe and rising energy costs here, I mean, the stories are out there. You've got tw over 20 million American households behind on their utility bills right now. And they could be seeing a huge, what they would, I think the term is a tsunami of shutoffs. A tsunami of shutoffs. And especially to lower income people who are having to spend so much money, not just for increased food costs, increased gasoline, increased utilities, increased uh, housing costs, especially if you have... Uh, a variable rate mortgage oh my goodness if you've got a variable rate mortgage you got to be absolutely ready to pull your hair out because your house your mortgage payment is going to go up and up and up not just rental not just folks who are renting but people who have mortgages and there are people behind on their mortgages they're behind on their rent not just for businesses but for people who have apartments, condos, whatever. I mean, I ended up getting priced out of an apartment that I had because you got a bunch of greedy Californians who wanted to make more money. I mean, it was totally greed. And they were putting working class people out, uh, pricing them out of the apartments, especially when it was right in the middle of covid Oh, mercy, folks. Yeah, we got problems. These, this is a real issue. 
Now, if you get American families, American households, who are getting the power shut off because they're behind on their bills, and we're starting to go into the fall, into the winter, oh, mercy. Hang on tight, folks. Hang on tight. Because it can get very ugly very fast. And frankly, we have no one else to blame except Joe Biden and his mental minions, or well, mental midget minions, who have put, who have thrust this upon us. And I'm not talking just Jennifer Granholm, the Secretary of Energy, who is still disconnected from the real world. I'm not even talking about preachy Pete Buttigieg. I mean, he's been a mess ever since he was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. So, yeah, this is this is not something that you're going you're you're not, you're going to hear more and more of uh, not just as we get closer to the midterms, but even after that, going into the holidays, you've got problems here in America. You have, I mean, I believe it was a story that I had mentioned uh, in the Wall Street Journal, I believe, that some 51% of businesses expected to be out of business and done by the end of this year. So, yeah, that, that's not going to help either, especially since we've got rising interest rates, rising everything else. The prices for things, I mean, you've got people in hardship right now. Right now. And Joe Biden and his, and the Democrats and the mainstream min, minions that they have, they don't give one iota. They don't give a rat's behind what happens. They don't. They absolutely do not care what happens to the American working class. People who are poor, seniors who are on fixed incomes. They can't keep up. They just can't. I mean, I've got a mom on a fixed income and a pension. And she's in danger of having to deal with some of this stuff. So, yeah. Now, for those of you uh, eco-environmaniac types, eco-freaks, yeah, explain to me how green energy is viable, especially right now when it requires huge amounts of government subsidies. Does the name Solyndra uh, ring a bell to anybody? That was during the Obama years. Yeah, they got all kinds of government subsidies uh, for solar, and they ended up bankrupt in spite of it. All kinds of fraud, abuse, and whatever, and that was on the American taxpayer's dime. You really can't do that today. You really can't. So yes, keep in mind, energy is huge, not just for American consumers, but for American business. If American business can't afford uh, these humongous spikes in energy, especially when it comes to manufacturing, what do you think they're going to do first? Layoffs. That's right, layoffs. There, and yes, and there are companies right now in this country who are expecting an economic downturn where they are going to have to have layoffs, hiring freezes, 
wage freezes they because they can't afford to stay in business they just can't so yeah folks there's a lot to think about and until we actually get back to where we were just a couple of years ago when we were as a nation not just energy uh, independent we were energy dominant we have got tons of resources here in our own country we've got plenty of natural gas even we are the Saudi Arabia of natural gas but nope we can't do that we have to go green really now I'm not necessarily anti clean energy but you cannot do this right now at this stage because green energy as much as you might want it or you're going to scream your heads off we have to save the planet we have to save the planet the planet can't do much we can't really save it and besides if we have 10 12 years as some of the gloom and doomers have been telling us we might as well say the heck with it let's if the if the planet's going to go in 10 years i say let's break it all out all the oil all the shale natural gas clean coal i mean i did the story <laughs> uh i believe just yesterday about the electric car uh, owner who ran out of juice in west virginia right in front of a coal plant <laughs> I, I love that story because it tells me that uh apparently the environmaniacs never thought this through they never did and now american consumers who are thinking about buying an electric car well for those who can't afford it well what are they going to do you've got california now wanting to ban uh gas-powered cars by 2035 that's 13 years from now good grief what are we going to do in the interim and other states are considering the same foolishness oh well what can you do folks but this is a major league issue that's going to be a big time major league determiner about the american economy and the world economy because if you can't get uh cheap energy for your businesses well then consumers in houses apartments whatever they're gonna really be hosed and we need to keep that in mind because as energy goes so goes the economy especially with key industries like manufacturing and so forth now i've said it before i live in florida we are the sunshine state and right near where i live just about a mile or so down the road there are rows upon rows upon rows of solar panels and that's fantastic but governor DeSantis is smart enough to know we can't rely on that it's a nice in addition to but it's not an instead of of electricity instead of natural gas instead of coal and states like west virginia ohio pennsylvania that are major coal producers i mean joe biden is essentially doing 
Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton's war on energy. We can't get into our own resources. The Keystone Pipeline shut down. The border wall shut down. We're, we're a mess. But energy is a key issue. It's going to be a key issue. And I'll be probably doing, before the midterms, taking some other issues and maybe going a little bit more in depth. But energy is a big one. It is a big one. And yeah, even, and we're affected by it even here in Florida, even though we have our own our own energy but still energy prices are going up all over the country even here in beautiful free Florida but keep in mind folks do not let the government don't let the media trick you into thinking that everything is all hunky-dory because it isn't we have to deal with some real rea some real hard reality we have to if we don't we might as well go back to the way things were. And that is something that we as a nation cannot afford. And we sure as heck can't afford it as a people who believe in freedom. We can't do it. So this is one of those things where, ladies and gentlemen, keep your eyes open and pay attention. Be informed. Because the people who made this mess possible want your vote and they're willing to keep power by hook or by crook. So the price of freedom is still eternal vigilance and the price of free and fair elections is exactly the same. It requires eternal vigilance. And with that rant in mind, and I'm done for the day, but folks, keep uh, keep up. Uh, you can find us. Our audio podcast is available on all major podcast platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcast. You you name it. Wherever you get your podcast, just look for in black and right. Also, uh, in black and right at gmail.com to send us emails, uh, questions, comments, hate mail. We don't care. Uh, we'll deal. And, of course, in blackandright.net, our website. And we're going to be doing a lot uh, over the next 60-some days leading up to the midterms. It's going to be fun, folks. So hang tight. Enjoy the ride as much as you can. And I will see you tomorrow. And always remember, patriots come in all colors.